Welcome to season two of the Connect FCS Ed podcast. Each episode is geared towards recruiting, supporting, and retaining past, current, and future professional family and consumer sciences educators. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to boldly celebrate families and careers with you. Hi, and welcome back to the Connect FCS Ed podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Without your support and encouragement, this would not be possible. Today's amazing guest is the North Carolina 2021 recipient of the prestigious Everleen Davis Award, Mr. Kevin Reese Sr. So thank you so much for joining and Honestly, I feel like I am—I um, have the FCS celebrity in the house. So welcome and congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I, I truly appreciate your time and effort. Uh, I don't feel this celebrityness, but if that's even a word, but it's an honor. It's an honor. Uh, Ms. Evelyn Davis, uh, from my understanding, has been just this pillar of her community. Um, of North Carolina schools, of FCS, and everything she's done, and to be recognized for an award of a young lady, I call her a young lady, that has been teaching for so many years. It is truly an honor. Well, as it should be. And before the show started, you you mentioned that you were nominated by your colleague. And what a blessing that is, but also to have somebody who sees what you're doing in the, in the classroom and that she believes that you earned it. So I, that recognition is just something incredible. She, she's amazing. Uh, Miss Ornstein, we call her Miss O. The kids absolutely love her. Uh, her and I, it's funny because her and I used to work together in school nutrition. And we both transitioned from school nutrition to the, uh, to the classroom. And she nominated me. And I didn't know that she nominated me when, and when they sent me the original email. I was a little blown away. Um, you know, the running joke with her and one of the other teachers that's connected to our classrooms is that I'm the local celebrity and I'm not a local celebrity by any means. But I've won several awards and, I, and, I'm, and I'm beyond grateful and I'm beyond thankful. Uh, I was recognized as the 2021 um, Teacher of the Year for New Bern High School. I came in second in the district, which is still an honor. I lost to a, I don't want to say lost, a young lady who was absolutely amazing also won for our district. So I don't take it lightly. I don't take these things lightly. I, I am extremely humbled at every twist and turn of this, of this teaching career that I have all of a sudden. You mentioned that you came from the School of Nutrition. What, tell me about that. What is that? Well, it's the cafeteria. Um, okay. I left the restaurant business. I had my first son. I left the restaurant business because I wanted less hours. I wanted to be able to see my son. Uh, my wife is in the school system. And without her, trust me, none of this, none of what I've done or won would be possible without my wife. Uh, but she was in the school system and I was blessed to have a job at, to get a cafeteria job at one of the middle schools. Um, from there, I went to the high school and the young lady who teaches the, the culinary class that I now teach was leaving and my principal asked me to interview. I interviewed with my principal and my CTE director at the time and within hours, I was offered the job. Now, I was nervous as, oh my gosh, I was so nervous because I, I never thought about teaching. It was not something that I had a passion for or teaching kids, yes. Dealing with kids, yes. I never saw myself as a teacher. So to take on teacher, take, take on a classroom and just 
it was the most humbling experience I've ever had in my life. I thank God that A, I was surrounded by people that were genuine and did not mind me asking a million questions. Um, I had a young lady at another school that went above and beyond. I probably called her a hundred times. I had coworkers uh, attached to my classroom that asked a million questions and they didn't mind answering until I figured out what was going on and what my niche was or what my groove was or who my students were. So I fell into teaching and oh my gosh, it is absolutely the best job I've ever had in my life. We, we don't always get the greatest rap and teachers this and teachers that and teacher pay and blah, blah, blah. But my God, the fact that I have students to this day that have graduated college and gone on to careers and still call me and ask me for my advice and my opinion and what my thought process is on stuff, that's me winning. That's, that's what it's about. I've impacted their lives as much as they've impacted mine. So I just, I can't imagine myself doing anything else right now. My goodness. Well, just with hearing your passion and enthusiasm, you're sending chills up my spine. It really, I'm getting goosebumps just hearing that. Well, and it shows your passion and enthusiasm for what you do because, well, just going, looking back through your, your feeds and everything, gosh, you have the Bear Den Bistro. Yes. yes. You've done some pretty cool things with the Bear Den Bistro with, you know, you've made an advertisement and <laughs> yes. you just highlight the food that your students are, you know, pumping out. And yes. I think that's amazing. So what is, for our audience, what is the Bear Den Bistro? Bear Den Bistro is a student-created, student-led, student-run organization, uh, small business. And what it is, simply what it is, is, is that our, my students were all in. We, we, we fell into this because someone asked me years ago, hey, would you and your students mind coming to just serve this food at a, at a, at a local event at, a, at this pretty well-off young lady's house? And we got there, the caterers that she hired dropped off two food trays for like 50, 60, 70 people. And she was like, this is not gonna be enough. They went to the grocery store and got all of this food that she asked me about and my kids did everything else. And from that day forth, the Bear Den Bistro was created. Newburn High School is, is the home of the bears. Um, and we just run a little bistro. We will cook two or three times a week. My students have created the mission statement, our vision statement and our purpose. We try to make sure that Here's what I know. I know that every student that I have is not going to culinary arts. I completely understand that. But I also know that they will be productive members to society. And the way that we do that is making sure they have the job skills and the soft skills that they need in order to be productive, to be able to go out and get a job. And the students literally do everything in class. I, I manage the money, but they oversee it. They do the inventory. They do the P&L. They create the menus. They send the menus out. They plan everything. I guide them, you know, and, and I've been so, so, so blessed to have students that want to do it. Like I, I've had students who just want to do it. I've had students graduate from Johnson Wales and other culinary arts schools and, and students just go on to just do amazing things in college. It is just, we do small caterings. We'll do stuff for our school board. We do a lunch uh, once a week. We'll do a breakfast once a week. And we, we try to serve the other schools because teachers don't have time to leave. 
Teachers don't have time to leave. And teachers can't afford to go out and spend eight, nine, ten dollars on a meal every day. So our, our price point and what we try to do is anywhere from five to eight dollars. We've served one ten dollar meal the whole time we've been there, but um, it's generally five to eight dollars. First, it's it's easily done because again of my admin team, my principal, Mr. Simmons, and my director, Holly Tolston, even my old director, Chris Bailey, they've just been extremely supportive. I don't know that we could have done any of this if they would have said no. And they were all, wow, you're trying to do that? Let's try to see what happens. And it just took off. You know, we sell the teachers. You mentioned the commercial. We sell the teachers uh, sweet tea. So for a dollar, they get sweet tea and a free refill. So the the kids said, let's do a commercial race. I was like, okay, let's do it. So they created a commercial. And at the beginning, every school, you know, to make sure that, hey, the kids know, hey, we have sweet tea. Not the kids, but the teachers know we have sweet tea. I can't imagine the things that are happening. Like, even so much, and I'm sorry I keep talking, but even so much, there's a waiting list for my class. Like, the waiting list is so long for my class. Freshmen are not allowed to take it because there are so many kids waiting to get my, get in my class. And that's a blessing. Like, I don't take That it. is. But how how many students are in, in your class This uh, for the Baradan Bistro? Well, I have a state cap. I'm allowed 20 kids per class um, because I have a level one, which is like the beginning. My level two, which is an intermediate class. And I have a level three, which is like an honors class. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been very fortunate in that I've had kids that once they take that level three course, the honors course, they've gone on a past serve safe. So I created a program where once they've met all the requirements, I promote them to sous chef. And I get them their own chef jacket with the Veridan Bistro on it and their name and sous chef. And they've come out and been teaching assistants for me, still in high school, and been teaching assistants to help lead the class. Um, so that's it's been it's been pretty, pretty, pretty good. No, that is. And so Veridan Bistro, it's a restaurant. Yes. Okay. In my first school district, uh, a neighboring high school in our district. They were the only ones that had a restaurant that was run and operated very similar to what you're describing. For them, they were able to help with their restaurant, create meals for students to be able to purchase as well. Is that similar with what the Baradam Bistro is? Or is that Absolutely. Okay. Yes, absolutely. We are actually in the process because North Carolina has changed our state curriculum. Um, and, and I already had a commercial grade kitchen, but we're, we have to make some improvements because we now will have to get health inspection. And so we're in the process of making um, several upgrades to our equipment and our floor plan and kind of what we do. Um, one, of the, one of my principal's goals is he wants to, to be open a couple of days a week for the bistro so that our public can come in and just have lunch. Um, so that's, that's one of our, our, our short-term goals. Uh, my long, long-term goal is for us to have a food truck. Kids are able to do stuff on the weekends and get that work experience and make a little money because at the end of the day, this is their class. They come up with some of the most creative stuff. We actually have our, <laughs> this is crazy, but we have our own seasoning line where we've created our own seasonings. In fact, I'll get your address and I'll send you one. Please um, do. Because I love so, it. so what we've done is, Part of our, one of our, um, our um, lessons is sensory and taste and smell. So we have a seasoning and herb competition where every student creates their own seasoning. So the, the uh, bear salt is the one that I created. 
And oh my God, I can't keep it. It sells out so fast. Um, and and hopefully this year we'll be able to, to introduce the two seasonings that our students have added. And uh, it's just, it's been amazing. I have, I have teachers and students walking around in our class t-shirts. I have people in the community constantly like sending me messages on Facebooks and emails and text messages about when we're going to sell our bear salt. It's huge. I just, it is so much fun. It's unreal. You're not just, so yes, you're, te- you're giving students the, the skills needed to be successful later on in life, but you're also teaching them marketing. You are Absolutely. merchandising. You are, those are, those are 21st century skills that Absolutely. need to have to go on later on with either starting a business for being an entrepreneur or they're going to be working for some other organization where they can capitalize on those skills that they have through, you know, the mission statement, the vision statement, a business plan, all of those things. So no joke, no reason. I see the exact reason why you were nominated for the Everlene Davis Award. I I see it. I, I do appreciate that. My kids make it easy. I'm gonna be honest. I, I've had, I've had some of the most amazing kids um, that you could possibly ever imagine. You know, sometimes you just get put in the class. You know, when I originally started teaching, my my honors class had three kids in, it, and my second level class had seven kids in it, and I think my my beginning class had like 15 or 16 kids in it. So to go from that to having a waiting list and full classes every every year so far has been huge. And I've just had kids that just want to do it. I've had kids that, that want to um, just be as good as they, they can be at life. And I try to remind them every day that um, you're either going to be, at some point, you're going to be somebody's boss. And at some point, you're going to be somebody's employee. But if you're somebody's employee and somebody's boss, be the best person that you can be and that's just important to them um, when they leave class they have a resume we do it uh, once they complete their resume we go through proper attire I bring in professionals from the community and we do a trial interview where they have to interview in front of a panel of people um, that are not teachers you know th- these are these are restaurant owners and chefs in our community they have to interview in front of because you don't know who you want to interview for, in front of and one thing that I promise my kids day one of class is that when they leave my class, they will be able to go out into the community and have a conversation with anybody about anything, anytime, anywhere, for any reason, and be able to have this conversation while they're looking them in the eyes. And that's important because a lot of our teenagers today don't know how to communicate, you know, and they have to be able to. Nobody's above them and nobody's below them. Look another adult in the eye and have that conversation. Um, so those those are some of the skills that we just we focus on every day. Well, and especially coming out of the pandemic, or for where you are in North Carolina, I don't know what you are experiencing within your community with you know, the COVID transmission happening, but you touch on something so valuable, uh, and that is the communication skills and coming out of this pandemic. I know my own personal children, um, my daughters, they struggle with communication now because they weren't in school for, you know, two years. Let's, yes. let's be honest. Uh, yes. they do, all they do is social media and text. 
you know, I'm my own, <laughs> I laugh at it, but at the same time, it's frustrating. I'll call my, one of my kids and they won't answer the phone when I know they have the phone. <laughs> yes. That is, that is my son. <laughs> uh huh. And they, and then they'll send me a text. What's up? I'm like, Oh, don't you do that. <laughs> answer the phone or they're out of FaceTime. My son will answer FaceTime and leave his phone poured into the ceiling. I was like, uh, dude, I want to see your face. <laughs> That's why I FaceTimed. <laughs> so right? I did it. You know, yeah, I, so I, communication, it is, it is such a huge, it's such a huge part in everybody's life or you're part of the, the hearing or non-hearing community. There's communication. Um, there's communication in everything that we're doing. So I, I applaud you for. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that more than you know. Yeah. Well, huge accolades and North Carolina, what's happening in North Carolina these days? What's, what is uh, the exciting things that you have going on? Because I have to, when on my newsfeed, I see North Carolina, this North Carolina, that, and I live in Washington. So wow. You got some. You got some good stuff happening in your state. Yeah, we do. We um, honestly, we're still trying to recover from the pandemic. Honestly speaking, there are so many families still recovering from our last hurricane, and the damage and destruction that it caused. Um, so right now, so many businesses around us are trying to restaff and get staffed and properly train their employees. So to go out and be able to see my my kids working in these restaurants and, and being hosts. And I have one um, just got promoted um, or just took a management job at one of the restaurants. Um, so to see those things is huge. Um, North Carolina is just, it's, it's a wonderful state. Like I'm from Virginia. So so living here is, is still fairly new to me, um, but it is, it is one of the best states I say anywhere for as far as education. I know as far as CTE is concerned, and it's just one of those states where man, people are, are passionate about. Uh, I think Charlotte, a couple of years ago, was named as the fastest growing young city in America um, because it's, the population is, is getting there. Um, where I live here in New Bern, we're actually the birthplace of Pepsi. So yeah, we're the birthplace of Pepsi, which, which is what we're known for. It's a great place to raise a family. Like my, my wife's a principal, my kids are in public schools. Um, all my friends and family kids go to public school. So it's just, it's, it's a great state to be in. It's a great, this area is absolutely phenomenal as far as being close-knit and, and being a community and loving and supporting each other. It's just huge. Thank you so much, Thank you. Thank you. for taking the time, for spending the afternoon with me and just being able to just share your story and your passion because you're fueling my cup. And I know, just with hearing you, I know you're filling other people's cups. So thank you for sharing your story, your passion, and just your students' successes because you. for all of us. Thank you so much. I do. I truly appreciate it. Um, if anybody asks for my contact information, please give it to them. I, um, I am definitely about creating partnerships across this nation because now with the beauty of Zoom and, and Apple and these devices, we can Zoom and do lessons as cohorts across this nation and have kids connect across this nation and across communities and across state lines. And that's just huge. 
having that ability. That's stuff that we didn't have growing up. That's stuff that we didn't have. I took culinary arts in high school. Uh, it was catering, sorry. I took catering in high school and we weren't able to do that. So just having this opportunity to show our students how amazing life can be is the greatest gift. It's the greatest reward possible. It absolutely is. And I will for sure have all of your uh, contact information in the show notes for friends to be able to look you up and say, hey, let's let's get a PLC go- get going. We need let's to do keep- it. Let's, let's do, it. do it. My schedule well, is, is a little crazy. I coach football and basketball also. So my schedule is a little crazy, but I make time. We always make time. You make time, but also you got to make time for your own family. And food. I've learned. Trust me, I've learned. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And we will be in touch. And thank you again for just listening. And I hope today's episode has brought you encouragement. Yeah, encouragement that we all need and that we're a community and we're better together. Yes, we are. Let's get better together. Barbara Scully from the Connect FCS Ed podcast presents a fresh take on recruitment and support for today's modern home economics educators in the family and consumer sciences, FCS Classroom, sharing insightful stories, strategies, and resources in a fun and sustainable and practical way. Each episode focuses on a different aspect of modern home economics, from community engagement, leadership, classroom management, to lessons and more. Each episode brings a different perspective, offering expert professional development, interviews from a collaborative worldwide FCS community, with the hope that it will inspire and empower you to make informed decisions. Together, we are better at leading the way to student success with FCS.